0: Unbound Theatre presents Sounds and Sweet Airs, the complete works of William Shakespeare. Much ado about nothing, Act One.
1: I learn in this letter that Don Pedro of Aragon comes
2: this night to Messina. He is very near by. This he was not three leagues off when I left him. How many gentlemen have you lost in this action? But few of any sort, and none of
1: name. A victory is twice itself when the achiever brings home full numbers. I find here that Don Pedro hath bestowed much honour on a young Florentine called Claudio.
2: (laughs) Much deserved on his part, and equally remembered by Don Pedro. He hath borne himself beyond the promise of his age, doing, in the figure of a lamb, the feats of a lion. He hath indeed better bettered expectation than you must expect of me to tell you how. He hath an uncle here in Messina
1: will be very much glad of it.
2: I have already delivered his letters and there appears much joy in him, (laughs) even so much that joy could not show itself modest enough without a badge of bitterness.
1: Did he break out into tears? (laughs) In great measure. A kind overflowing of kindness. There are no faces truer than those that are so washed. How much better is it to weep at joy
2: than to joy at weeping?
0: I pray you... Is Signor Mantanto returned from the wars or no?
2: I know none of that name, lady. There was none such in the army of any sort. What is who that you ask for, noose?
0: My cousin means Signor Benedict of Padua.
2: Oh, he's returned, and and as pleasant as ever he was.
0: He set up his bills here in Messina and challenged Cupid at the flight. And my uncle's fool, reading the challenge, subscribed for Cupid and challenged him at the bird bolt. I pray you... How many hath he killed and eaten in these wars? But how many hath he killed, for indeed I promised to eat all of his killing?
1: Faith, niece, you tax Signor Benedict too much. But he'll be meet with you, I doubt it not. He hath done good service,
2: lady, uh, in these wars.
0: You had musty victual, and he hath hopped to eat it. He is a very valiant trencherman, man. He hath an excellent stomach. Uh,
2: and a good soldier too,
0: lady. And a good soldier too, lady. But what is he to a lord?
2: A lord to a lord, a man to a man, stuffed with all honourable virtues.
0: It is so indeed. He is no less than a stuffed man. But for the stuffing, well, we are all mortal.
2: (laughs) You
1: must not, sir, mistake my niece. There is a kind of merry war betwixt Signor Benedict and her. (laughs) They never meet, but there's a skirmish of wit between them.
0: Alas, he gets nothing by that. In our last conflict, four of his five wits went halting off, and now is the whole man governed with one. So that if he have wit enough to keep himself warm, let him bear it for a difference between himself and his horse. For it is all the wealth that he hath left, to be known a reasonable creature. Who is his companion now? He hath every month a new sworn brother.
2: Is it possible?
0: Very easily possible. He wears his faith, but as the fashion of his hat. It ever changes with the next block.
2: I see, lady, uh, the gentleman is not in your books.
0: No, anywhere, I would burn my study. But I pray you, who is his companion? Is there no young squarer now that will make a voyage with him to the devil?
2: He is most in the company of the right noble Claudio.
0: Oh, Lord, he will hang on him like a disease. He is sooner caught than the pestilence, and the taker runs presently mad. God help the noble Claudio. If he have caught the Benedict, it will cost him a £1,000 ere to be cured.
2: I will hold friends with you, lady.
0: Do, good friend.
2: You will never run mad, niece.
0: No, not till a hot January.
3: Don Pedro is approached. Good Signor Leonardo, you are come to meet your trouble. The fashion of the world is to avoid cost, and you encounter it. <laughs> never came trouble to my house in the likeness of your grace.
1: For trouble being gone, comfort should remain. When you depart from me,
3: sorrow abides, and happiness takes his leave. You embrace your charge too willingly. I think this is your daughter.
1: (laughs) Her mother hath many times told me so. Were you in doubt, sir, that you asked her? Signor Benedict, no, Uh, for then
3: were you a child. (laughs) You have it full, Benedict. We may guess by this what you are, being a man. Truly, the lady father's herself. Be happy, lady, for you are like an honourable father. If Signor Leonardo be her father,
4: she would not have his head on her shoulders for all Messina. As she like him, as she is.
0: I wonder that you would still be talking, Signor Benedict. Nobody marks you.
4: What, my dear Lady Disdain, are you dead? living?
0: Is it possible Disdain should die when she hath such meat food to feed it as Signor Benedict? Courtesy itself must convert to Disdain if you come in her presence.
4: Then is courtesy a turncoat? But it is certain I am loved of all ladies, only... You accepted, and I would I could find in my heart that I had not a hard heart, for truly I love none.
0: A dear happiness to women! They would else have been troubled with a pernicious suitor. I thank God and my cold blood I am of your humour for that. I had rather hear my dog bark to crow than a man swear he loves me.
4: God keep your ladyship still in that mind so some gentleman or other shall scape a predestinate scratched face.
0: Scratching could not make it worse, and were such a face as yours were.
4: Well, you are a rare parrot, teacher.
0: A bird of my tongue is better than a beast of yours.
4: I would my horse had the speed of your tongue, and so good a continuer.
3: But keep your way. In God's name, I have done.
0: You always end with a jade's trick. I know you of old.
3: That is the sum of all, Leonardo. Signor Claudio and Signor Benedict, my dear friend Leonardo hath invited you all. I tell him we shall stay here at the least a month, and he heartily prays some occasion may detain us longer. I dare swear he is no hypocrite, but prays from his heart.
1: If you swear, my lord, you shall not be forsworn. Let me bid you welcome, my lord. Being reconciled to the prince, your brother, I owe
3: you all duty. I thank you. I am not of many words, but I thank you. A please your grace lead on. Your hand, Leonardo. We will go together. Benedict. Didst thou note the daughter of Signor Leonardo? I
4: noted her not, but I looked on her. Is she not a modest young lady? Do you question me, as an honest man should do, for my simple true judgment, or would you have me speak after my customers being a professed tyrant to their sex? No, I pray thee speak in sober judgment. Why, Faith, methinks she's too low for a high praise, too brown for a fair praise, and too little for a great praise. Only this commendation I can afford her... That were she other than she is, she were unhandsome, and being no other but as she is, I do not like her. Thou thinkest
5: diamond sport, I pray thee, tell me truly how thou likest her. Would you buy her, that you inquire after her? Uh, Can the world buy such a jewel?
4: Ah, yes, and a case to put it into. But speak you this with a sad brow, or do you play the flouting jack? To tell us Cupid is a good hair finder and Vulcan a rare carpenter. Come, in what key shall a man take you to go in the song? In mine eye, she is the sweetest lady that ever I looked on. I can see yet without spectacles, and I see no such matter. There's a cousin, and she were not possessed with a fury, exceeds her as much in beauty as the first of May doth the last of December. But I hope you have no intent to turn husband,
5: have you? I would scarce trust myself, though I had sworn the contrary. If hero would be my wife.
4: It's come to this. If faith hath not the world one man, but he will wear his cap with suspicion, shall I never see a bachelor of three score again? Go to if faith, and thou wilt needs thrust thy neck into a yoke, wear the print of it, and sigh away Sundays. Look, Don Pedro
3: is returned to seek you. What secret hath held you here, that you followed not to Leonardo's? I would, your grace, would constrain me to tell. I charge thee on thy allegiance. You here.
4: Cloud Cordio, I can be secret as a dumb man. I would have you think so, but on my allegiance, mark you this on my allegiance he is in love. With who? Now that is your grace's part. Mark how short his answer is with Hero, Leonato's short daughter. Ah, uh, if this were so, so were it uttered. Like the old tale, my lord. It is not so, nor twas not so,
3: but indeed, God forbid it should be so. If my passion changed not shortly. God forbid it should be otherwise. Amen. If you love her, for the lady is very well worthy. You speak this to fetch me in, my lord. By my troth I speak my thought. And in faith, my lord, I spoke mine. And
4: by my two faiths and troths, my lord, I spoke mine. That I love her, I feel. That she is worthy, I know. That I neither feel how she should be loved,
3: nor know how she should be worthy, is the opinion that fire cannot melt out of me. I would die in it at the stake. Thou wast ever an obstinate heretic in the despite of beauty. And never could maintain his part, but in the force of his will.
4: That a woman conceived me, I thank her. That she brought me up, I likewise give her most humble thanks. But that I will have a red sheet winded on my forehead, or hang my bugle in an invisible baldric, all women shall pardon me. Because I will not do them the wrong to mistrust any, I will do myself the right to trust none. And the fine is... For the which I may go the finer, I will live a bachelor.
3: I shall see thee ere I die, look pale with love. With with anger, with sickness or with hunger, my lord, not with love. Prove that ever
4: I lose more blood with love than I will get again with drinking. Prick out mine eyes with a ballad-maker's
3: pen and hang me up on the door of a brothel house for the sign of a blind cupid. Well, if ever thou dost fall from this faith, thou wilt prove a notable argument. If I do, hang me in a bottle like a cat and shoot at me. And he that hits me, let him be clapped on the shoulder and called Adam. Well, as time shall try, in time the savage bull doth bear the yoke. The savage bull may, but if ever the sensible Benedict hear it, pluck off the
4: bull's horns and set them in my forehead, and let me be vilely painted and in such great letters as they write, Here is good horse to hire! Let them signify under my sign, Here you may
3: see, Benedict, the married man. If this should ever happen, thou wouldst be horn-mad. Nay, if Cupid had not spent all his quiver in Venice, thou wilt quake for this shortly. I look for an earthquake too, then. Well, you temporise with the hours. In the meantime, good Signor Benedict, repair to Leonardo's. commend me to him, and tell him I will not fail him at supper, for indeed he hath made great preparation. I have almost matter enough in me for such an embassage, and so I commit you. To the tuition of God. From my house, if I had it. The 6th of July, your loving friend, Benedict. Nay, nay, mock not, mock not.
4: The body of your discourse is sometimes guarded with fragments, and the guards are but slightly basted on neither. Ere you flout old ends away further, examine your conscience, and so I leave you.
3: My liege, your highness now may do me good. My love is thine to teach. Teach it but how, and thou shalt see how apt it is to learn any hard lesson that may do thee good. Hath Leonardo any son, my lord? No child but hero. She is his only heir. Dost thou affect her, Claudio? My lord, when you went onward on this ended action, I looked upon
5: her with a soldier's eye, that liked but had a rougher task in hand than to drive liking to the name of love. But now I am returned... (laughs) and that war thoughts have left their places vacant. In their rooms come thronging soft and delicate desires,
3: all prompting me how fair young Hero is, saying I liked her ear. I went to wars. Thou wilt be like a lover presently, and tie the Hero with a book of words. If thou dost love, fair Hero, cherish it. And I will break with her and with her father, that thou shalt have her. Was not to this end that thou beganst to twist so fine a story?
5: How sweetly you do minister to love, that thou know love's grief
3: by his complexion! But lest my liking might too sudden seem, I would have salved it with a longer treatise. What need the bridge much broader than the flood? The fairest grant is the necessity. Look, what will serve is fit. Tis once thou lovest, and I will fit thee with the remedy. I know we shall have revelling tonight. I will assume thy part in some disguise, and tell fair hero I am Claudio. And in her bosom I'll unclasp my heart, and take her hearing prisoner with the force and strong encounter of my amorous tale. Then after, to her father, will I break. And the conclusion is, she shall be thine. In practice, let us put it presently. How now, brother? Where is my cousin, your son? He is very
1: busy about it. But, brother, I can tell you strange news that you yet dreamt not of. Are they good? As the event stamps them. But they have a good cover. They show well outward. The prince and Count Claudio, walking in a thick-pleached alley in mine orchard, were thus much overheard by a man of mine. The prince discovered to Claudio that he loved my niece, your daughter, and meant to acknowledge it this night in a dance. And if he found a recordant, he meant to take the present time by the top and instantly break with you of it. Hath the fellow any wit that told you this? A good, sharp fellow. I will send for him and question him yourself. Uh, no. No. We will hold it as a dream till it appear itself. But I will acquaint my daughter with all, and she may be the better prepared for an answer. If peradventure this be true, go you and tell her of it. Cousins, you know what you have to do? Oh, I cry you mercy, friend. Go you with me and I will use your skill. Good cousin, have a care this busy time. <laughs>
0: What the good year, my lord? Why are you thus out of measure sad?
5: There is no measure in the occasion that breeds. Therefore, the sadness is without limit.
0: Oh, you should hear reason.
5: And when I have heard it, what blessing brings it?
0: If not a present remedy, at least a patient sufferance.
5: I wonder that thou, being, as thou sayest thou art, born under Saturn, goest about to apply a moral medicine to a mortifying mischief. I cannot hide what I am. I must be sad when I have cause and smile at no man's jests. Eat when I have stomach and wait for no man's leisure. Sleep when I am drowsy and tend to no man's business. Laugh when I am merry and claw no man in his humour.
0: Yeah, but you must not make the full show of this till you may do it without controlment. You have of late stood out against your brother, and he have taken you newly into his grace, where it is impossible you should take true root, but by the fair weather that you make yourself. It is needful that you frame the season for your own harvest.
5: I had rather be a canker in a hedge than a rose in his grace. And it better fits my blood to be disdained of all than to fashion a carriage to rob love from any. In this, though I cannot be said to be a flattering, honest man, it must not be denied but I am a plain-dealing villain. I am trusted with a muzzle and enfranchised with a clog. Therefore I have decreed not to sing in my cage. If I had a mouth, I would bite. If I had my liberty, I would do my liking. In the meantime, let me be that I am and seek not to alter me.
0: Can you make no use of your discontent?
5: I make all use of it, for I use it only. What news, Baraccio? I came yonder from a great supper. The prince, your brother, is royally entertained by Leonardo. And I can give you intelligence of an intended marriage. Will it serve for any model to build mischief on? What is he for a fool that betrothes himself to unquietness? Marry, it is your brother's right hand. Who? The most exquisite Claudio. Even he. Oh, a proper squire. And who, and who? Which way looks he? Marry, on Hero, the daughter and heir of Leonardo. A very forward-marched chick. How came you to this? Being entertained for a perfumer, as I was smoking in a musty room, comes me the prince and Claudio hand in hand in sad conference. I whipped me behind the arras, and there heard it agreed upon that the prince should woo Hero for himself, and having obtained her, give her to Count Claudio. Come, come, let us thither. This may prove food to my displeasure. That young startup hath all the glory of my overthrow. If I can cross him any way, I bless myself every way. You are both sure and will assist me.
0: To the death, my lord.
5: Let us to the great supper. Their cheer is the greater that I am subdued. With the were of my mind. Shall we go prove what's to be done? We'll wait upon your lordship.
0: Much Ado About Nothing was written by William Shakespeare. It starred Erica Sanderson as Beatrice, Andrew Faber as Benedict, T.J. Lee as Claudio, Katie Herbert as Hero, Stephen J. Davis as Leonardo, Robert Aldington as Antonio, Andrew Shaw as Don Pedro, Daniel McGuinty as Don John, Matt Black as Boraccio, Lara Pipistrel as Conrad, and Alistair Sanderson as The Messenger. It was edited by Gareth Johnson, featured music by Kevin MacLeod, and was directed by Dario Knight for Unbound.